Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes, amen, where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. I want all of you all to sit back and enjoy this anointed teaching. Uh, Tiffany, we want you to say hello and give a shout out. Amen. Glory be to God. Let me get you on up here and say hi to everybody. Thank you, God. Oh, everybody. So glad to see you guys. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely honored. Absolutely honored. Well, what I wanted to do to do tonight, you know, so much has gone on now. We've known each other for quite a while. And I'll tell you, you know, my my theme and of what I do is what I call balanced deliverance. Matter of fact, I throw it up now. I have one clear cut agenda to preach balanced deliverance across the nation. And that is the style that we have. I'm kind of there for people who have, uh, I'll put it like this, Tiff, some that have gone through deliverance or had different teachings. And after you've either heard of the teaching and you need to be able to find somebody to sit down with who has a foundation, a biblical strong foundation in deliverance that you can talk to and deep dive, whether it is a generation of curse, whether it is a marine spirit, or whether it is a spirit at all. And also we deal with other areas that way. And then what happens are coming on in the meat anointed fire. Now, I have been listening to you, listening to you for a while, Tiff. And look, I have stepped back and I said, this, 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 this. I said, that's a female me. Come on. I'm honored. Come on. So I said, I'm not this. I said, F, F, she's off the hook. Because I love it because of the way that you, God, God uses you. So I'm going to let you go ahead and just, uh, quite a few people already know, because a lot of our friends and stuff are tuning in with us. So go on and tell us a little bit about you, and then we're just going to talk about what what we said there, deliverance for the year in review from a deliverance perspective, because there's a lot of strange spirits that I have been coming up and, with, and we want to sit down and just deep dive that. So, Tiff, I'm not going to do a whole lot of running off at the mouth, because I'm excited to have you on to talk with us. So come on, tell us a little bit about you and all of that good stuff. All right, I am Tiffany Buckner. I'm 46 years old. I think I keep losing track of my age at this stage. Um, I am a member of Embassy City Church. Shout out to Apostle Brian Meadows and Pastor Patrice Meadows. Um, I've been a member there since 2017. I got tossed into the Ministry of Deliverance. It wasn't planned. My very first deliverance was a mass deliverance. It was supposed to be me uh, on the phone just talking to some ladies and I'll never forget one lady said that something had been attacking her in the night and I knew what it was. And I thought I'm going to give a Joel Osteen prayer. It's going to be a nice little simple prayer and what have you. And the next thing you know, um, I said, the Lord laid, laid on my heart, ask everybody on this line. It was a hundred, over a hundred women on the line. Ask everybody on this line, have they been dealing with the same thing? 
And they, you know, otherwise it's going to turn into you having to pray for each person individually. Um, so I said, Hey, is anybody else on here dealing with the same thing? And, um, the lady comes out and I hear me, 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 me. So I start praying and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to say a nice little, you know, uh, I plead the blood of Jesus. I cover them, Lord, set them free, all of that. And the next thing you know, I heard screaming, leave us alone, all of that stuff. And I, at this particular time, what was funny, Apostle, I didn't have a church home. At this particular time, I was, um, I had moved from Florida, what have you, didn't have a church home. And I'm thinking, okay, um, where do I go from here? And the Lord took over. He was like, call this out, call that out, call this out, call that out. And I just kind of, I was like, well, I'm not supposed to be doing that. That was what was in my head. But the Lord had me to keep going. And from that point on, I got more active and said, let me get in my church home. Let me pray about it. Oh, what have you. So right now I'm an author of, I think, 65 books. I've done quite a bit. Um, and so I think that's pretty much the gist of it. And I have my lovely dog, Milo. <laughs> well, I, you know what? You really blessed me sharing how you ended up got thrown in because that's the way it is. Uh, it's like the power of God throws you into it. And and I, I want to say this to everyone out here. Everything that we're doing is definitely trying not to guide people away from the local body. I mean, that's something that's not even on neither one of our minds. Uh, it's just that there's a grace on our life and that grace have opened access and God has given us a platform Thanks be to God, and I'm speaking for both of us now, that we are excited about. Tiff, let me tell you how I ended up uh, getting thrown into the deliverance and the counseling part. Now, this is this is really weird, because some people actually think <laughs> that this is something I decided to do all of a sudden. Well, no, I've been doing this for quite a while. Let me tell you what happened with me. Uh, I've been working along with Apostle Eckhart. He's one of my best friends. That's my buddy. I'm not just name dropping. This, him and Wanda are me and Evelyn's friends. Well, I, when I would go to Chicago to minister for Apostle Eckhart, now Apostle John has a way of drawing stuff out of you that sometimes you don't even know is there yourself. So I would go, and what would happen is I, there were times I would go to Crusaders, and I would minister on a Sunday morning. And, I mean, we're doing mass deliverance, two or 3,000 people, demons streaming, I mean, the whole works. And then Apostle John would ask me for the next couple of days, maybe Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I would do, be doing something like staff deliverance. I would be meeting during the day with over 60 people. And I mean, we had such amazing, powerful people like Prophet uh, Michelle McLean, love her dearly. I mean, all of us, all of us cut their teeth under uh, uh, Uncle Ivory praying for them. A lot of them call me Uncle Ivory still to this day, Apostle O'Neill and all of them. But I would do uh, uh, deliverance with them. And what was happening is, now, I come from the old school that said you, you can't counsel a demonite. Now, anybody got good sense, no doggone well, that when we talk about counseling, we're not talking about new age cycle babble. Right, right. We're talking about talking to a person, finding a root cause, listening to the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and a good dose of common sense, and figuring out why this enemy, this demon, is operating in their life. So, needless to say, that's how I started out. Apostle Eckhart actually stirred this in me. And then later on, Ted, different celebrities would call me and would tell me that, look, I'm saved, and I need to see if you and Sister Evelyn would come out and for a weekend minister to our entire family. Now, I'm going like, what is happening? Wait, I'm, I'm going like, wait a minute, I'm Pastor Ivory. Uh, what, what is happening to me? And I started getting pulled out 
dealing with different families and stuff. So I would do my conferences and do our services. And later on, I became chancellor, East, East Coast Chancellor for Rafa University with Dr. Jackie Green, my dear friend, Apostle Dr. Jackie Green. And we did counseling and deliverance during our conferences. We would have uh, a day or so. Well, that's what we did along with the deliverance and all of that. So to make a long story short, I didn't just start in it all of a sudden, but I will say something to you. When the demons broke out and during COVID, something hit the fan. Now I'm going to ask you a question. During that COVID season, did you see the shift spiritually? Let me let you talk about that. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I saw a Python shift, like a major hit from Python. And this bad boy was showing up. It was showing up everywhere. I've never seen so many mental and emotional warfare. But then again, most anybody will tell you, let me tell you something, guys, whatever's in you will show up when you're contained. You, yeah. If you get a couple or even your own self alone in the room, whatever's in you going to show up to the surface. And during the COVID season, we start getting a lot of couples who have been maybe going to work and not around each other. But while they were home, different manifestations started coming up. And then I, I wrote a book called Deliverance from Marriage Breaking Spirits. Evelyn and I also have a book uh, that deals with deliverance and marriage. But in that book, Deliverance from Marriage Breaking Spirits, I started talking about the hardness of heart in marriage, harsh words, fussing and cussing. I'm talking about, I'm talking about raw bone stuff. Because you know, there's a lot of people out here, ministers, that think that it, well, I, I don't know whether they think this, but here goes the way they operate. Look, I believe this, that my calling and the way that I carry myself with my wife reflects directly to my ministry. I do not measure what my ministry is by how much I can prophesy. I measure what my character is. That's Are good. you hearing me? Yes. And during COVID, there were ministers that were male and female that were contained in that house together. And they began to manifest a whole lot of stuff. And they will call us up for deliverance sessions that we do. And we've seen God break through. Matter of fact, I said this and I'm, I'm going to let you go and share some stuff. Tiff, just the other day, I had an individual that listened to you years ago from Virginia. She don't mind me sharing this. So I don't tell folk business. So all y'all that know, I know, I know. You say, I ain't talking about you. But let me tell you what, what sis told me. She said, she don't mind me sharing this. I'm not going to give her a name. When she called me, her mate wanted to be the husband that was there. I mean, he had gotten out of prison. God had genuinely put them together. And I was sitting there going, when they first talked to me, I'm going, like, uh oh, is this one of these jailhouse relationships? And this woman's trying to take it, you know, but it was not. It was actually the, the mind of God had put them together. But she went after him, she was driving him away. And I said to her, I said, sis, I said, the spiritual strongholds in y'all's relationship is you. I'm not saying this because I'm a man. I'm saying, sis, you are manifesting. You, you are real good with a man that's not in your environment. As long as he's in jail, you are pretty good. But now you got to bring him up in that house and the whole story changed. Well, it was a time. The woman of God, we laid in her with some deliverance. She submitted to some prayer, through some breakthrough, called me back the other day. And this had been months since she had called me. She was just shouting. She said, Apostle Hopkins, I got delivered. Those demons in me broke. She said, my husband, I mean, it was just like, 
It was like a 360 woman of God. Man. But she had to deal with the spirits of self-sabotage in her that was driving this man away. I, sometimes when people have these operations in their lives, sometimes they're generational spirits that have been there. Okay, I'm going to let you talk a little bit because I got another one to share. Go ahead, woman of God. Okay, so first of all, let me apologize for this camera. I just realized um, it picked up my other camera, but it's fine. And so it looks like I'm looking down, but the camera just happened to be up. Um, but one of the most interesting deliverances I've done was with a couple. The most amazing was with a couple. I don't know them personally or what have you, but they had booked this. No, the lady booked a session with me. She was divorcing her husband. She had already filed for divorce. She moved to a different state. And um, while she set up a session with me because she was frustrated, she was overwhelmed. And she started telling me that how she has so much bitterness in her heart. And I listened to her talk about her husband. That was just pure hatred. And she was telling me how their finances had been under attack majorly. They were making a lot of money monthly. They were making what most people make in a year every month. But it was getting sucked out trying to pay employees to the point where it get cut down to $1,000 a month. They had lost most of their properties that they owned or what have you. She had kept telling her husband what they needed to do. He wouldn't listen. He was lackadaisical about everything. They ended up having an accident that almost took her life where she had to have surgery. And I'm trying not to give too much identifying information, but she had to have surgery and all this other stuff. And um, during that time, she still had to take care of herself. Her husband was just kind of clocked out. And as she was talking to me, the Lord started ministering me. They both got spirit spouses, both of them. His spirit spouse attacked her. Her spirit spouse has been attacking him. And I saw like Ken and Barbie dolls, like the devil playing with Ken, just making them fight or what have you. And I told her, I said, woman of God, the Lord didn't call you to divorce him. Didn't the Lord bring you to him? She said, yeah, the God has put, put us together. I said, this is why you got to keep your eyes on God because you, you, you guys lost sight at some point. And I told her and she said, well, he's coming into town to sign the divorce papers and we're supposed to be kind of figuring some stuff out next week. I said, set up a session with me for next week and we can talk about it. And I would like to talk to him. And I told her the enemy's not thinking about you guys. Satan thinks in generations. Satan moves the parents out of the way to get to the children. And I, and I told her that she was like, OK. And she said they had a 13 year old son. The next week, she uh, she set, set up a session with me. I talked to the husband. At first, he's kind of like, yeah, okay, or what have you. And it's when I told him that, I said, Satan is really just moving y'all out. He thinks in generations. He's just setting up a residence for himself. And he, he said, OMG. He said, my son has been dealing with porn, all of this. There's a lot of stuff that he's gotten into ever since me and his mom have been fighting. His grades have been coming down. I said, yeah, that's what Satan thinking about. So I, I started telling him what's been dealing with you and what's been dealing with her. Both of y'all got unclean spirits. And um, I said, both of y'all got spirit spouses. And your spirit spouse is why she had the accident. Her spirit spouse is eating your finances up. They, they're like tag teaming. And what the it was the most beautiful deliverance because they both submitted to it. And I remember, I think that um, she started manifesting first. You know, you can hear her screaming and I can hear her husband saying, it's okay, baby, I got you, I got you. Then I heard him screaming and I heard her saying, I got you, baby. So they went through to de deliverance together and I'm calling out all this stuff and God started taking, setting them free. Oh, what have you? They got free. And um, I released the word of the Lord over them. And I told him, I said, now y'all need to uh, come back together. Y'all need to go out and enjoy each other, counsel that divorce. Oh, what have you? And understand that this is spiritual warfare. So that I would say that was probably one of my favorite deliverances because their marriages were stored. Their marriages were stored and 
um, everything went well. Now, like I haven't heard an update, I don't think, from them. But I do remember um, that they both got free. They said they were going out to date that night. They were going to cancel the divorce and everything else. So that was probably one of my favorite deliverances. Okay, now, 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 now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you all a caveat before I even say this. Tiffany, the woman of God, the Lord had me to study another teacher on YouTube. Now, at first I was like, now, Lord, look, I do not name names and I do not. I, that's not me. I like to, if anybody's following my teaching, I'm usually scripture based, examples and natural, and then break it down in the spirit. But as far as going after any specific person, that's not who I am. Well, the Lord started me looking at Kevin Samuels. Now, for a while, as I was listening to him, I was going like, Lord, why you let me listen to this man? Because I mean, I, you know, and 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 by the way, and, and any any of you don't get me wrong. This is not me trying to throw down on someone who has passed away. God bless him. God love him. But I asked God, why are you doing this? So the Holy Spirit just said, I'll show you. About a month after that, a lady got on the other side of my stream. And when she came and she started talking to me, I told Evelyn, I said, Evelyn, I said, I understand some of the things this guy is trying to say. I said, but there are demons that are dismantling women in this, in this man. I said, this thing here, this spirit here, I, I, I said, he's, he, I, he ate one of one right after another. Now, once again, if, you, if you're one of his fans, so be that. But I'm telling you, that spirit in him was eating them alive. And I said to Evelyn, I said, Evelyn, I don't know why God wants me to sit and listen to this guy, because <laughs> according to his way of thinking, ain't hardly anybody qualified. But that's a whole other story. I'm going to say this. Now, it's more about the spirit than it is about the man. Mm -hmm. So this, this lady calls. When she gets on, my, on, my, on the other side of my line, she begins to talk to me, and the clock is going past me. I, I, no one would pick me. And, and she was going on, and she started just, she had this fatal, I said, who have you been listening to? And she had been stripped apart by this way of thinking. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to say something to y'all that we seek a mate. The spirit of God is not limited to age or dollar bill. Don't you, nobody play that game to you. I'm talking about God is the one that can bring folks together. If God can take Hosea and give him a whore and make her a wife, God can change anybody's life. Are you seeing hear me? Amen. If the Gadarene can come out of the tombs and put his clothes on and be in his right mind, God can deliver anybody. There is a spirit out there right now that is not biblical, but a lot of people are being fed on YouTube, a lot of ungodly, unbiblical principles that open the door to self-doubt, insecurity, unbelief, come on, inferiority complex. If you, my God, when I carried this woman through deliverance from listening at this stuff, because I, because look, I, may I call you Tiff? Amen. Yeah, when I was praying with her, Tiff, I was like, I was going like, oh my God, that's why you had me looking at this. And come to find out, she had been listening to one male after another. Let me tell y'all something out there that's seeking a mate. A real man of God and a real mate will pursue you. And I'm going to tell you oh. something. I'm going to tell you something. That person will love who you are even on your road to improve something. Now, look, I'm an overweight guy. I've lost maybe 15 or 20 pounds, feeling real good about it. But at the end of the day, are you hearing me? God put me and Evelyn together. 
We are blessed and highly favored, but God was the one that did it. I say to you sisters and you brothers out there, be careful of listening to some of this negativity that, that somebody out there right now, the enemy telling you the clock has gone by you. Well, your biological clock has got nothing to do with God's divine will and purpose. If God can give Sarah a child at 90, God can certainly find you somebody to love you at your age. Be very careful of feeding in your spirit this secular demon that's trying to coach y'all into bondage. This lady had to go through straight up deliverance. And as I said, I will probably make somebody offended. But by, bottom line is this. When I began to pray for her, the self-hatred that she had for herself was unbelievable. And she was saying, and listen, Sister Tiffany, she wasn't even very big. She was going, well, I'm, I'm, I'm overweight. It ain't no man would have me. And, and, and I've had two children. And I'm going like, okay. And I'm thinking to myself, so nobody's going to want you. So you're done. So you just, well, pack it in and, and settle. Let me tell you all something here. I did not settle for the woman I got. I was blessed. The Bible said, Who, for me, whosoever finds a Evelyn Hopkins, obtain a good thing and find favor of the Lord. And as her husband, I have to love her as Christ loved the church. Some of y'all Christians, be careful of allowing some of these secular coaches bind you up and take you away from the word of God, the word of faith and godly marriage and godly relationship. I'm dagging out now. Tip, you got it? Amen. And I told it one thing I can honestly say, when God healed me and delivered me, he gave me a supernatural confidence, a confidence that does not make sense to me. You, since I've been single, I've been single for nine years. I have not looked for a man. My heart has been on God and God alone. And I said, I look forward to when God does it. But in the meantime, in between time, I got work to do. Mm -hmm. And God has given me a supernatural confidence. And I, this is how you know it's God, where when somebody come my way, the first thing I'm looking for is God in him. That's what I'm looking for is God in him. If I don't see God, I'm not interested in the man. I'm not interested in the uncrucified flesh. I don't care how much money he got. I don't care what he got going for himself. I don't care about any of that. And at the same time, it, it, it makes no sense to a lot of people because when you have supernatural confidence, that confidence, it makes you realize just how much favor you are, how much of a blessing you are. How much of a blessing, like any person that when God brings them, you're going to be a blessing. And when your mind is in there, then you realize, well, if I'm going to be a supernatural blessing, I want to receive a supernatural blessing. I want to make sure that I'm not favored to somebody who is a hindrance to me. I want to make sure that I'm not with somebody who's going to slow me down or make me choose between him and God. You know, because I've seen this with a lot of women that they get into these relationships because of desperation and they jump on it every and especially if it happened to be a man talking about how to get a woman. Every time they jump on every last one of those videos and they eating up all the stuff that those guys are saying. And you have a lot of guys that cross their legs and talk about what a, man, a woman needs to do to get with them. And I'm sitting there looking like, woman, if you don't get off of that, that man, y'all won't have a lesbian relationship. That is a man. That's a woman. That man doesn't understand who he is at this point because he's still talking about what a woman needs to be with him. Rather than him understanding that he needs to build up his character in Christ, build himself up in Christ, and un understand that God's going to take him on a path to find the right woman. He, you, know what, he, you, you know what, woman of God, I, I, I'm going to go. So, I'm going to go somewhere with this so that our audience can really, really get 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 really get it. 
the man that ha what happened to me as a as a godly man that had to get delivered from the lust demons and the pornography and all that garbage I brought in my marriage. Tiffany, on uh, I've never shared this testimony with you before. On Evelyn and our honeymoon night, now we were young. We were just young on far. Yes, I was attracted to the external and the internal. Got me? The On our honeymoon night, Evelyn goes and she's fixing herself up to be with me. The Spirit of God said to me, before you touch her, I want both of you to get down on your knees and pray. Yeah, now, look, I'm one of those guys, like, this is really super religious, isn't it? Because <laughs> the last thing I was thinking about was getting down and pray. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so check this out. So here we are. I said, Ev, she comes out. I said, Ev, get down here. I said, we're going to get on our knees by the bed and pray. The anointing hit us both. Oh. And we was brought up in wind world and gagging, coughing, demons coming out you. <laughs> type of deliverance. Oh. We tip sister Tiffany, we got down on our knees beside that bed, and the Holy Ghost wore us out. Are you hearing me? Oh, he wore us out. Now that was the beginning of the journey. Now you know we've been married 44 years. Now that was the beginning of the journey. I don't know what God cast out of out of us both, but it was powerful. But it wasn't finished. Then, now, I'm, I'm going to say this to some of you ladies that are seeking a mate and some of you men of God that are seeking to be purified from the garbage. Listen, I come straight from the street, drug hustling, hustling, old watching out there in the street, okay? So here I, I get saved and give my life to the Lord. The Lord puts me into the deliverance ministry, and God has to start delivering me. Evelyn and I not only went through deliverance then, watch this, woman of God, Throughout our marriage, the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to touch another territory in you, brother. Come now, on. I, I, want, I want you women of God to understand what God can do to a man. Because sometimes women make this mistake. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, James, two, three or three devils. You get you get a godly man, then you try to manufacture him. Would Listen, would you please let the manufacturer do the work on them? Meaning, you don't, you can't force them to pray. You can't force them to discern. You can't force them to anything. Listen what happened. Anyway, let me tell you a story. And I'm going to put this out there because I want you to understand, women of God, how God will deal with a godly man. I came on one evening and I wanted to be intimate. Evelyn was not feeling well. She just didn't feel good. And, and when she said that, I, did, I stopped talking so much. Everything was all business around the house. You know, okay, this, that, the other. So go to bed that night. The Holy Ghost says to me, I'm going to show you what you did this evening to her. And he showed me myself. He said, the reason why you operated like that, because you wasn't coming at her with passion. You were coming at her with a lust spirit in you. Wow. You were, you, she did not feel good. And you, your whole demure, your whole attitude changed because you couldn't jump on her. Yeah, I said it, y'all. Come on. Preach it. So that next morning, I, I said to Ev, I said, Ev, can I tell you something? I said, the spirit of God was dealing with me, sweetheart. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm a preacher of the gospel at this time, too. I, don't, I want y'all to understand where I was. I said, Ev, the spirit of God said something to me about, I said, the, the last day, how did I make you feel? She, I, said, I said, because God was showing me something in my character that I need to be delivered from. She said, babe, she said, when I told you I didn't feel good, you stopped responding to me. You closed right down. And she said, I said, I said, I did that. To, I said, you felt that? She said, when you did that to me, 
it hurt me. And I, 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 was, I looked, I said, what? She said, it hurt me. And I ended up getting prayer and deliverance because I still had some of that, that wanting her to perform like a porn, wanting her to come on. Somebody knows what I'm talking about, yo. Don't play me now. Don't play me. Look, reason why I'm on here with this woman of God, because she the real deal. She, she brings it, and I do too. Amen. There, God had to deliver me from pornography in the mind, evil soul ties, former spirits of lust and perversion that was jumping on Evelyn, and the woman could discern it. She could, I asked her one day, I said, so you can discern when it's me with you and when it's this other mess. And she said, yes, I could. And honey, and God began to purify. Oh, y'all come on somebody. God oh. began to purify our sexual life. God began to purify our desires. And he was working on me. I'm, I said this, to, uh, Elder Tiffany, I said this boldly on here to let the women of God know that God, the God you serve, well, deal. if you get a man of God that's really a man of God, God will make that man see his issues. God will deliver him. I'm nobody special. I'm just I'm just a normal human man that God has peeled back. He's stripped me. He's brought me down. He's broken me. Are y'all hearing me? People of God, these are the things you have to understand with deliverance. There are spirits that when you find an overwhelming drive to uh, a force your mate. It's the money. When you find an overwhelming drive that you've always got to fight for who's the head and who's the boss, the enemy is operating up in there. Are y'all hearing me? Lady, when you get him, now you're turning it all off somewhere wrong. Because if you had all that fire, when you met him, you should have some of it reserved after you get him. And then I said that another thing I'm going to say to you, if you ever want to figure out whether a man is coming to your life as a demonic trap from the enemy, find out how your commitment to God changes. Find out how your prayer life becomes rearranged. Come on, somebody. Are you hearing me? Find out, because sometimes some of us are making men idols. Some of us are making women idols. Some of us are making marriage idols. I love being married, but I maintain to tell you, I'm whole with or without Evelyn Hopkins, and she is whole with or without me. Now, woman of God, I'm going to back up and let a woman of God speak. That is so good. I used to run, the idolatry ran in my bloodline. You know, amazingly enough, nowadays, a lot of people that God throws at me, even especially couples, you know, God would throw a couple at me usually when they're on the outskirts of their, like they're done with each other. You know, I'm like the last stop I, I found out. I kind of figured it out at some time, but usually I'll get them and I'll try to, I'll give them a few counseling sessions and I'm like, okay, you need to go over here to a married couple that's been together for quite some time because, you know, I, I realized me being a single woman and me being twice divorced, you know, if it doesn't follow all the way through, then they're going to blame, blame me. The guy's going to say, I shouldn't have done this. But me having dealt with idolatry, idolatry led me into situations where I could have lost my life or my mind. It led me into some situations that were not only toxic, but when I say incredibly demonic, incredibly demonic. If you didn't believe in God, you and nowadays I see a lot of women falling into that trap, not realizing that you can never find a blessing outside of God's will. Never. Everything that's outside of God's will is outside of his will for a reason. And a lot of times women get caught up and men too. Uh, women, but they get caught up. They see the outskirts. They see the external. And I, I'd say what Satan does is what I call a demonic striptease. Because Satan loves to use people and he'll let you meet who they were supposed to be. 
Like he'll let you meet their human side. When you start talking to them initially, you know, it's all this humanity and they're so humble and, and nice. He loves to do that. But at the same time, he has to get that sin offering. So he'll, he'll get them, take them through this process and he'll convince them that they have a unique love. It's a different love. It ain't not, no love like that out there or what have you. Now, most of the time, in, in a lot of cases, the man is not necessarily to deceive. The woman is. She has it in her mind because women fill in the blanks whenever they have question marks in their head. So Satan loves to specialize in question marks. That's what I learned about him. Is that women will go get this guy and whatever she doesn't know about him, she will imagine it. She'll formulate this imagination of um, if she she'll imagine, oh, he if I had a spider in my house, he would rescue me. Oh, you know, he would he would carry me out the house. He would do this. She will fill in the blanks, which sets them up for fights. Because by the time she gets in the house with him, Apostle, what ends up happening is he ends up being the opposite of what she ima imagined. So then that opens the door for the spirit of control. So now she's trying to control him and turn him into the man she fell in love with in her head. Now she's trying to tell him, you know, you should. And one thing women love to do is they'll start sh sharing, uh, like, especially a relationship coach. They'll start sharing him on their timeline, trying to hint to their husbands, tagging him. Hey, you know, check out such and such. Oh my gosh, this man of God, just manipulate him into becoming what they want. But I always say women and men, they marry their, they marry their fantasy of a person, but divorce the reality. You know, they, they get to that space where they're together and they realize that I like the external. I like what I believed about you. I like all of this stuff, but who you really are is not what I want. And, but the enemy I've learned that he, Satan's main goal is not just to get the person, but it's to waste their time. It's to waste their time. Like you and um, you and Lady Evelyn, you guys are so blessed, you know, even from your youth, been together. But I've seen what a lot of people, what the enemy does is he wastes their youth. He wastes their youth, get them to constantly keep going out there. He wastes their youth, one, because he doesn't want them to come together with anybody that God would approve for them, um, especially in their youth where they can have children and the children be blessed. Oh, what have you? I say he always attacks the last name of the man. He wants the man to go give his children all of his seed to women he's met along the way. And what have you? And which they're probably not going to give his last name. His name essentially dies off the earth, which is a curse. He wants him to go out there and then at the same time puts his money under attack. Same thing with the woman. He wants her to go out there, have babies with all of these men, do all of this stuff to the point where she shuts down shop. And she says, I don't want any more kids or what have you. And now she's raising these kids without the father being in the picture. She's hurt. She hadn't healed. The kids have to deal with rejection. And at the same time, a man comes into her life. She can't, if the right man came, she can't give him a seed. So the enemy attacks marriages that way when you're outside. So by the time people get together, they're too wounded. They're too busy fighting their past to even reconcile their present. They're too busy fighting what was behind them. But God had to teach me when it came down to idolatry. God taught me the different measures of idolatry, the different types of idolatry. And he, he told me it always originates in self. It starts with self-worship. And he said, always it, it, it's, it's selfishness, which is just another name for sin. It's just, you know, I want this. It's me. I'm going to do this. Me first. And anytime me first come, then God has to be second or third or fourth. And he won't ride in that, that seat. Or what have you. And it's always me first. And I tell people, for example, when they start talking about the narcissist, the way the narcissist gets the woman is, or gets the man, is they will watch you worship yourself. And not only do they watch you worship yourself, they'll come in and love bomb you, which is they're worshiping you as well. They'll just come in and they'll tell you everything you want to hear. They'll say, I'm in love with you. I can't stop thinking about you. All of that stuff. And they have you getting high 
all of that. Then by the time it's over with, said and done, once they got you latched in and locked in and you gave the sent offering and all that other stuff, and they know that you now think that you can't live without them, then they look at you and say, you're selfish. In other words, give that worship to me. And they'll start pulling away from the person. I've seen this work so effectively with so many people. So God has tossed me into the ring with idol worshipers. And I tell people, a lot of people come walk in and they're talking with me. And I said, you're going to like me till I found your idol. You will love me till I find it. And when I point it out, and it's not even intentional on my part. It's just God has me wired where I see patterns. And so once I start noticing that pattern, and I'm like, why you keep doing that? Why is this going on? Or what have you. That's when I start seeing a manifest. And I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. Here we go. That's an idol. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrims ministry.org or you can go to our cash app and make a cash app donation to general ivory hopkins it's just simply general ivory hopkins it has been my pleasure amen to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom life and family so i trust these podcasts blesses you and i'm gonna catch you guys in another teaching god bless bye-bye